You are listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. And this is Vicki. Thank you for joining me, for coming back for another episode. I am so blessed to be able to be here and to follow up on some of the requests. I had one for the topic this week, and although I did a short episode on it uh, about 10 episodes or so ago, I'm going to do another one because it is important, I think. And the subject this week is meditation. And we, I am going to include a meditation in the second portion of the show. So uh, you may want to postpone that part for when you're not driving a vehicle or in charge of large groups of children or cooking something in the kitchen. Um, maybe save it for when you have some time to be still and to give your body a chance to appreciate the process too um, and not be distracted while operating a motor vehicle. So let's get started. VickiBear.com It's time to be your best It's time to reconnect With your first sense Trust in your gut It's the real thing Let's see what your future brings Time to let the fun commence Intuition Your First Sense If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free and there is a creation tool right inside the app and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. I love the topic of meditation and you may infer from that that means I'm a very practiced and um, very di diligent meditator. I'm not. I am someone who is very good at getting into the space of meditation. And yes, that is because I've practiced over the years. However, I am, would be the biggest hypocrite if I said to anyone, my clients, my friends, you, <laughs> that you must meditate for a certain period of time every day in a certain way uh, in order to be in connection with your intuition, your first sense, your guides, your angels and, and such because that is just not how I walk and I'm very clear that I I walk my walk and I walk the talk. So if my talk is telling you that I am someone who is an intermittent meditator, oh, that's so true. Now, I completely agree that it is amazing and it absolutely should be taught in all schools, all systems, all jails, all forms of military and just everywhere. I think it should be brought in. I also believe that in our Western culture, it has become 
something that is put up on a shelf and someone who meditates it must be someone who has all of their stuff together and who has not only the time but the discipline and and that's just not true uh, it might be the case for some people and kudos congratulations i aspire to be more proficient with it uh, however i've always taught that you can arrive in a space of calm and you can appreciate the benefits of meditation whenever you do them, whether it's in a, a consistent manner or if it's something that shows up in a an ebb and flow in your life or if it's something that you are um, committing to. It's great if you are. I find that once the stigma of this is something where you have to sit on a cushion in a cross-legged position with your hands in mudra and um, oming for hours on end, once that's removed, people are much more open to the idea of what is meditation. For me, it's contemplation. It's a space where I don't just use the word mindfulness. I'm actually fully engaged with my mind. <laughs> um, and that means that if the if a thought process comes through, did I forget to change the laundry over? Oh my goodness, my email is so far behind. Um, will I ever have QuickBooks caught up in a timely manner? Uh, well, we'll set that intention for August. <laughs> so it, it, I let it come in. I let it, I use the phrase my mom always used for me. She'd say, Victoria, I am not kidding. It's in one ear and out the other with you. And that was largely true because a lot of the times I was processing how to be in my family unit intuitively. So my physical brain wasn't always present to whatever it is she was asking. And, you know, I was a kid too. I didn't always want to do what she was asking. So I become fully aware of what's going through my head. The idea that you're going to have a completely quiet mind and for some people, the idea that that's what we're asking for when we suggest meditation is too much and it's too big of a leap. And I feel like if we uncover some of the falsehoods and we maybe pave a path of, um, of approachability on this, more people would be open to the idea of calming and quieting their mind. I have often joked that, well, the brain is pretty much in charge of keeping you alive. So if that thing goes completely still, you've probably croaked and then you don't need to meditate because you'll already be in a place of peacefulness. So I allow the thoughts and, and whatever may feelings and emotions that come through, I allow them to come in. I do set the premise to myself that they're going to go in one ear and out the other. They really are going to be observed and pass on by kind of like a nice scrolling marquee <laughs> and it just moves on out. I don't have to do anything about it in that time frame that I've allotted for my practice and it is practice. This is not something that you sit down and 
I believe are, you know, people are naturally gifted at because we've been programmed out of it. We've been programmed to be so busy that we don't even want to approach calmness. Um, I feel like if we started with how about we take a couple breaths and we allow possibility to be here without any kind of judgment that you're doing it wrong. What if we were kind to ourselves, and what if that's the meditation practice? So when my friend asked me to speak of this again and, and give my premise to it uh, because she found it refreshing, um, I think it helped her relax around the judgment space of am I doing this wrong? If you wiggle, wiggle. If you need to scratch your nose, scratch your nose. Um, the idea that you're being kind to yourself and you're taking some space is much more important than how you're going about it. And yes, there are going to be people who disagree with me. Fantastic. You do it your way. I'll do it mine. Um, and as long as it's not impeding on somebody else's practice and I'm not telling someone how to do it because is that a kind thing to do um, and how they have to do it then it's all good so you can focus on one object um, you can choose a flame and I actually like that one where you light a candle and you simply stare at the flame anyone who's been in session with me in person or virtually knows that I look up over someone's head a lot of the time and I joke it's my movie screen but it's really because it allows me to go into such a focused state that I don't even necessarily know anything's going on around me other than the person I'm communicating with and whatever information that I'm connected with and some of this practice and ability came from sitting down and staring at a candle. I use the tea light candles because I find it to be a much more localized uh, vision point. Whereas a candle with like two wicks or is larger, it just distracted me. So um, I went with the tea lights and I always had them in my office. So it was pretty convenient as well. So you can focus on one object if you want. It could be a stone uh, that you're holding. Um, it could be a body of water that you're staring at. I very much maintain that if you have ever stared off into space and zoned out, congratulations, you just did what we have labeled meditation. It's a defragging of the thinking brain and it is fantastic. It is a great um, contributor to focus. It will help you to actually be more connected and more uh, productive even if you allow your brain to release some of the clutter that gets collected. You could do it through breath work. I love, um, because I've built up my lung capacity through singing and running, I love doing a breath in for four, hold for eight, out for four. And sometimes I'll flip those numbers around. Sometimes I'll go in for eight, count for four, out for eight. 
Those are my numbers. You can pick any range you'd like. Um, I find that when I'm holding the breath, there's a stillness that exists that just allows my whole system to relax. So it's playing around with what works for you that is key here. You could do the staring off into space, looking at the tops of trees, even though they move, is such a fantastic way to enter into a meditative state because it gets you in the rhythm of nature. And the walking meditation is fantastic as well. And the ability to um, zone out is important. So not necessarily on a technical trail, but if you're someone who connects with nature or labyrinth or an, a nice you know, back road is fine as long as you're aware of traffic. So it, the purpose of going and, and the purpose of creating a meditative practice, I think, is individual. For some, it may be to reduce blood pressure. Maybe it is to bring some more focus to their writing, um, to their life, to their communications. Um, it brings about a calmness that... I don't think can be duplicated in a biochemical format because that's changing your chemistry. It's not having a mastery of your own emotions and thought process where meditation opens the door to that. It can allow you to be in stressful situations and not overreact. It can allow you to be, remain in that responsive state because you've practiced it elsewhere. So it can significantly help with behavioral issues in that way that it reduces the impulse control, uh, it reduces the impulse reaction and allows one to have such a sense of self that they, they know and trust that they have a balance and a control in their emotions enough that you might still get annoyed or agitated that you don't lose your stuffing in a um, just a ridiculous manner. I <laughs> I don't like to use the word childish because I think children are fully valid in losing their shit sometimes. I think they're showing us what being in connection with their emotions and the energy in the moment is like. And then we could help them to learn how to do it differently. But I think they're the ones being honest. When you're an adult and you're acting like that, you're being a brat. Um, and you haven't figured out how to be in mastery of your own self. So it definitely increases self-awareness and your ability to connect with your guides, with your angels, with your higher self, and your ability to promote connectiveness with others. If, if you're someone who says, I really just want to develop my intuition and I want to know things and I want to be able to perceive energy, if you are not spending any amount of time quiet 
in contemplation and in breath work uh, and staring off into space, then you're likely to begin becoming frustrated with the process. And when somebody says to me, it's just not advancing, I my counter offer is often, where are you quiet? Where are you allowing that the subtle nuances of spirit to come through? If you're not allowing for that space, you can't force it. This is not um, a, a, a development that can be done through sit in the chair and just make it happen. Uh, you have to release and you have to surrender and allow and meditation helps with that. Everyone um, may have a, di- people may have a different entry point to the meditation. I, when I first started doing it, very much needed a guided meditation. And that's what you'll get in the second portion of the show is a guided meditation that I put together. I actually use the one that's in the show for myself. And I say it differently every stinking time I do it. Um, Sometimes I fall asleep in the middle of it and that's fine. Um, And a great time to actually participate in meditation if you're finding yourself very crunched for time is right before you go to sleep. You're lying there anyway. So why not make it a, uh, a mind, mindful and a full of mind practice and a commitment to yourself? You've already brushed your teeth, I hope. So just tie it to that. So guided meditations can be fantastic because they ask the brain to do something. You have to pay attention to whomever is speaking. And that is significant because then it allows the part of your brain that wants to um, critique or to tell you other things, it it reminds it that uh, it distracts it and it allows you to then uh, enter into a, a calm state. There's being in nature can be, is very meditative for me. Um, it can be for others as well. And sitting by a, a body of water or, you know, maybe you put your, your buns in a kayak and you go out in the middle of the water and you give yourself five or 10 minutes out there to simply be aware of the sounds of nature. That is such a brilliant meditation. Um, best soundtrack you will ever find. Maybe you're listening to music. There's some lovely ambient music out there that can help to create a a meditative state when it's difficult to relax your system. It can speak to the external part of you and help you to mm, help you to release and to go with the flow of the music. I love the uh, call and response of Kirtan. I find that to be very meditative. I can forget anybody else is in the room when I'm doing that. Uh, Some of it because of the energy generated. A lot of it because I love the singing aspect of it. And then I have no idea what I'm saying because it's in Sanskrit. So it's fantastic. Can't get attached to whatever the message is. So just go with the flow. So I hope that you will open up the possibility within your own life and with your own schedule to introduce this in. And hopefully if you have 
short people around you, you help them to learn how incredibly beneficial this is. And that can be through finger painting. It can be through other expressions. Um, however you get there, I really would love the message to be, it doesn't matter how you get there. It truly does not. If you like fixing engines on a car and that's how you relax. I have a friend who does jigsaw puzzles and very meditative energy in that. Um, it doesn't matter how you get there. The fact that you allow it to be there defrags and I think can save a lot of the um, not only the mental stress we have, but the wear and tear of this brain because we are spiritual beings having a human experience and this gray matter that we get new each lifetime, boy, does it take a beating sometimes. And I think we have to learn to be kind to it. So we're going to take a break. And when you come back, you'll have the guided meditation to um, to experience. We're going to end the show simply by exiting out. So there won't be any taglines or outros or anything because I would love for you to be in a space of uh, relaxation and not be jarred back by the jingle <laughs> and um, to allow your your brain to and your body and your energy sense to go wherever it wants to go. So this episode will end a little differently than the others and that's cool too. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy it. Please let me know what you think and how your experience was and if you would like more because I'm happy to share. And I wish you all the best. Happy journeying. Position yourself into a comfortable place. Shut your eyes as you start to relax. Take in a deep breath. Now breathe out emptying your lungs entirely. And once again, take full deep breaths, never strained or rushed. Breathe in belief, breathe out tension. Continue breathing this way to relax all of your systems. Take nice, full, deep breaths. Allow your breathing to discover its own natural, relaxed pace. There's no hurry here. And as ideas enter your mind, allow them to float away without attachment. In one chakra, out another. Now listen to the world that exists inside of you. Can you hear the clattering of your mind? The constant talking to yourself? See the patterns and habits, the planning, the calculating, the comparing, the worrying. Note when your thoughts dwell on memories, reliving them over and over again, like on a loop. Become aware of your thoughts and when they chase after the future, attempting to control time by planning and hoping. Allow yourself to let go of all that thinking for just a moment. Reassure yourself 
that even if you quit thinking for just a few moments, you'll be okay. Everything will be okay. Give yourself permission to love this moment. Encourage yourself and remind you that you deserve this time out from the active life you lead and the busy thinking that you are so accustomed to. Your breathing is easy and relaxed. Relax your toes and feet. Relax your ankles and knees. Relax your thighs. Your breathing is deep and relaxing. Relax your fingers and your hands. Loosen up those wrists and elbows. Relax all of your arms. Your breathing is slow and peaceful. Feel your feet and legs get heavy and warm. Feel your hands and arms get warm and heavy. Simply breathe as your thoughts come and go. Focus on your breathing. Let go of tension as your body falls into a state of peacefulness. Relax that jaw. Release your tongue and allow it to relax within your mouth. Your heartbeat and breathing are serene, steady, and comforting. Your breathing is relaxed. Empty your mind of thoughts. Your abdomen is soft and warm. And your limbs are heavy and warm. Watch your thoughts come and go like the clouds in the sky on a beautiful summer day. Your hands are warm, your forehead is cool, and your breathing is deep and relaxed. Feel your breath sink lower and lower into your lungs. Use your diaphragm. Take nice deep breaths. As your shoulders drop, feel your breath fill the upper part of your chest. You are so relaxed and peaceful. Your breathing is deep and relaxed. You have warm hands and a cool forehead. Empty your lungs totally of all of the air. Squeeze it all out. Hear the silence grow as your mind quiets. You are relaxed, calm, and centered. Your heart rate and breathing are calm and steady. Your hands are warm. Your forehead is cool. Your breathing is deep and relaxed. Enjoy the quiet.
when you feel it's time to leave this place, begin to return to the room. Let your breathing bring you back. Gently take a couple of deep, deep breaths. Pause for just a moment. Remind yourself that you can return to this place at any time that you wish. Remind yourself of the sense of peace that you have right now and that it is yours. Take a couple more deep breaths and then gently open your eyes and appreciate you for taking this time, relaxing your body, your mind, and your energy field. You have done a very good job.